Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jameel Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters. Hey, everybody. That's Jamil Zanishef, and this is Tasty McDowell. Tasty. This is another fine episode of Can You Brew It? Yes, and today we have in studio uh, the always lovely, beautiful, effervescent... Hi, hi. How you doing? Andy Wood. Oh, okay. Thank and you. And his spouse, uh, Kim. And the burly Kim. Great. And the burly, oh. the burly Kim. That was mean. Hi. The lovely Taryn and the, the even more lovely uh, JP. Hi. <laughs> what a dynamic crew we have. This, it, yeah. He's think, busy there. <laughs> this is the problem. Yeah. Running the board. With doing shows first thing in the morning on a Saturday. I just think it's, uh, it's it's rough. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm ready to go, uh, man. Let's do it. Hey, you are? Sure. You're Why born not? ready? I'm done. Let's you're, do it. You're done already. Let's have sex. Oh wait, what? It's in a word. And you're done already. No, no, no. Uh, what do you think of the uh, new studio there, uh, Woods? You, you enjoy the ambiance? It's lovely. It needs needs a little bit of decorations. I think you know yeah. it's a work. In it's progress. kind of stark. The color scheme is pretty basic: yeah. black and white. Uh, I like the water. I like the gray though. That's nice. The waterfall. The waterfall in the front. Yeah, um, so koi pond. The koi pond. Really. Did nice. you see the uh, sewer up? I mean, the creek out back. <laughs> Speaking of I Creek, um, I was expecting a full spread from Creek Monkey. Yeah, you were. They yeah. came yesterday, they right? did, and kind of catered it. And yes, what what's the story with that? Uh, no, they don't care about you. <laughs> You're not popular. I though. think they're closed right now. All right. Did you say this like from Creek yeah, Monkey? Yeah, she, she wants she wants wow. to see she wants the, the a buffet. spread a spread monkey. Yeah, she wants the buffet. Mm. She wants the monkey spread. That's oh, reasonable. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Feel like I'm at home. <laughs> you know. It's that comfortable. Yeah. It's that kind of show. I noticed you, like, took your pants off, sat down, started masturbating. Sure. Like, you're at home. I'm relaxed now. Oh, yeah. Now that I'm finished. Right, right. Almost as quick as JP. All right, yeah. uh, Say that again. We're enjoying the the, the fine studios. And I tell you, you know, uh, it's been uh, quite a... a, uh, Trail from the original garage and the uh, mm-hmm. Studio D. Progression. And, uh, yeah, pro- quite, quite a progression. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, our fine sponsor, Northern Brewer, been with us since uh, back in the garage days. Yep. Back in the sweaty stick-to-your-seat yeah. Studio A. Right. The the torture chamber there. <laughs> It'd be terrible in the summertime. God. Oh, Unbearable. It was freaking miserable. Yeah. But we we survived, and Northern Brewer has uh, survived too. along with us. Survived along <laughs> with us, yeah, and and continues to write the checks to these days. I think it's just you know, big corporation, and they don't they they see these checks 
you know, these invoices come up and they just pay them automatically. You know, they got so much money, they just don't know what to do with it. So, they, you know, it's like a charity thing. Yeah. But I think they do notice that people that listen to the show do buy product there. Oh, okay. A lot of our okay. listeners make it known to them that they, they listen to the show. Ah, so it could be They're beneficial us. to them. Yeah, I think that's what's working. The show. Yeah. I see. And they just care about that side. They don't care about right, the cost. Right. They like the idea that they get customers. Ah. Well, and they also provide all the uh, the grains and stuff for that's hops. Stuff yeah, for what the, a benefit the, that is. Right? The, They're great uh, about beers. it. Yeah. yeah, they send all the materials to us to do these uh, Canyon Brewer beers. And I think one of the reasons we have a high rate of success on here, besides uh, the talent of the brewers, is uh, and the generosity of of the uh, the commercial brewers giving us the information, mm-hmm. uh, is that we get nice, fresh ingredients from Northern Brewer. Right. You know, the same ingredients you'll get if you, you go to northernbrewer.com, yeah. uh, you place an order to, to brew, uh, you know, one of these beers, uh, you'll get the same ingredients we use. And, uh, you know, high quality, you know, good ship, uh, great shipping and uh, great customer service and uh, uh, all around great folks there at Northern Brewer. You sound like a million bucks. <clears throat> I you do. I, I, I sound like a very tired million bucks. But it's very. I sounded much better. Yeah, the audio quality. You sound awesome. I know. Yeah, it's, that's just me. Yeah, not 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 the the tone. Your your quality. Your tone is horrible. Being mesmerized <laughs> by your dulcet tone. There you dulcet go. Tone. Staring into your baby, eyes, baby. And seeing rainbow yeah. swirls. And... <laughs> no, to the what main are you stage. Doing? Taking, taking, taking acid or what? <laughs> Uh no I'm I'm just I'm so darn tired I only got like four hours of sleep so I apologize to everyone for uh-huh. being in such a state I should have <laughs> for not learning how to say no when you were a teenager yes yeah. exactly and still not being able to say no when I'm an adult <laughs> all right so what's our challenge today JP our challenge comes from your friend Peter Simons and he wants us to try to clone a, a porter from Ladyface. And I actually happen to have the audio, finally. What do you okay. think? You want to play it? Yeah, let's right. give it a shot. That's what Peter said. It might be. It says 59 seconds, <laughs> so it could be just an excerpt from a, the interview, but let's see. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, no, and push. I'm in Agoura Hills at Ladyface Alehouse and Brasserie no, so with head it. brewer and owner... Why would why would I have a, why would I have a fifty nine second clip? It was a teaser. It's a real oh, short interview, I think. <clears throat> well, well wait good. a minute, wait a minute. Can we can we dial in uh, Peter from from Australia here? Hello, uh, Brewing Network. This is uh, <laughs> Peter Simons. Peter, how you doing, man? I'm great. I'm uh, excited to be here <clears throat> and uh, talk about one of my favorite beers. Yes, Ladyface Porter, which uh. I believe is brewed. California, where we get most of our beer down here in uh, Australia, and all of your uh, all of your your positive role models for how to be, you know, human beings, right? Right, Manly. right, right. Yes. right. Caesar Milan. Well, that's more south of California, but you're doing well. That's right. pretty good. Right, yeah. Mexican. He's Mexican, I think. <laughs> all right, nice talking to you guys. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and send you the the tape that I sent where I interviewed and made a. Uh, Request. Yes. Yeah. Request. We'd yes. like to hear it later. Well, and uh, Thanks, uh, last year, you, Peter. Uh, Peter and I, uh, we do these road trips to the NHC, and uh, last year we were heading down to San Diego on the road trip. And, you know, there was this blank spot in our itinerary. We needed lunch, and uh, I saw, you know, I was looking for places that got pretty good ratings in the, the beer things and the one that got the best ratings was this place called ladyface never heard of it went to the website and it looked looked pretty good i'm like all right well we'll stop there we'll give it a try never never heard of it 
we we found the place and uh, went in and fantastic great food great beer great service great people everything about it the the atmosphere taryn and i were talking earlier uh, both of us think it's probably one of the best brew pubs in all of california yeah. absolutely just just fantastic and if you ever get a chance and everyone i i i know that has any possibility of being around that area I tell them you gotta go and get to Ladyface and give it a try. You'll be blown away. You're, 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 it's going to exceed your expectations. Yeah. And it's just a, you know it's it's a little bit um, out of the way. You know, in a way, it's in Agora Hills. So a lot of times people are going up and down I five, and it would be like an extra twenty minutes to go to Agora Hills. It's worth it. Take the time, <laughs> make that separate little side trip. And you'll just you'll just be uh, really pleased that you did. Um, even my my kids they they love the food there too. And the food yeah. is fantastic. And we yeah. had them on the uh, the session a few months ago. And that was my not my most impressive thing uh, about the place, but one of them. The food was was not just here's a burger and mm-hmm. fries and everything's fried and we don't really give a shit. Like they actually care about their food they put as much effort into their food as they do in their beer right everything pairs really really well together mm-hmm. um taryn and i had some samplers of, of beer and food and and nothing was short of exceptional it was just right. really really good it was a great time um it's one of those places place. where you know the people running it they have you know passion to do things right and right so everything that they do at the place from you know, making sure everything's clean, to making sure the staff all you know functions like a like a you know well-oiled machine. Just fantastic, really well done. I love it when I find a place like that, and I'm just so thrilled. And uh, it doesn't hurt that they're, they're nice folks too. That yeah. it's really really just kind of icing on the cake. We should do a Brew Strong series on that, on what to look for in a brew pub and, and oh, how to really idea. do it. What do you think? Yeah, maybe yeah. next month we'll do it. All right, all right. Let's do this. Um, Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll hear the interview. Uh, push our own push eject went to yes. uh, uh, Agora Hills and uh, did the interview, and then uh, our own uh, lovely uh, Kim Wood uh, did the uh, did the brewing. So uh, while you're listening to the interview, we'll be tasting the beer, and we'll be back right after this. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. (laughs) I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 brew saver shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes the home brewer. 
Hey guys, it's Justin here reminding you that you can help the BN help you by shopping for all your adult needs over at adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, if you use coupon code CYBI for Can You Brew It, use coupon code CYBI. You can choose three free DVDs. Choose anything you like from topics such as amateur, Asian, big breast, big butts, uh, interactive point of view. I don't care what you're into. It's probably good stuff. Just go get it at adamandeve.com using coupon code CYBI and you'll also get 50% off just about any one item. There's all sorts of toys and fun stuff over there and free shipping and an extra gift so cool that they won't even let us tell you about it. You just have to order and get the gift and then you'll find out how cool it is and then you can call and tell us about it and uh, everybody wins. Go to adamandeve.com right now. You can even shop on your mobile phone or mobile device. They have a mobile site. Just go to adamandeve.com and it'll take you there. Coupon code CYBI. Choose three free DVDs, 50% off just about any one item, and, uh, you know, free shipping. And a cool gift. What more could we ask for? What more do you want? AdamandEve.com. Do it now! BN Army Hop Tech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. Hop Tech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And Hop Tech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeve shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weld thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The auto sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I'm in Agoura Hills at Lady Face Ale House and Brasserie with head brewer and owner David Griffiths. Hi, David. Welcome to the show. 
Hello. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Ladyface has been amazing in the way that you guys have integrated yourself into the community here, the events you've done, and the way you've leveraged uh, social media. Can you talk a little bit about how you guys have gotten the community involved with your brewery? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really important to us to uh, to be part of the neighborhood. Um, I'm I'm from Agora Hills, uh, and it's very important that we uh, reflect in the community in a positive way. Uh, we do a lot of uh, Facebook uh, kind of chatter back and forth. We have uh, Robin Britton, who's our office manager, that stays on top of that uh, much better than I can. It's, it's something that we do focus on, and we take it serious. One of the first beers I had here when I saw uh, when I came to one of your events was your Picture City Porter. Can you describe that beer? Uh, yeah, well, overall, the base beer is a robust porter. Um, we uh, don't go crazy with the hopping rates on it. Uh, and then it is infused with uh, with five gallons of coffee per seven barrels. Uh, and then is that also, your, That's your batch size, seven barrels? For yeah, that? yeah. Um, and then for presentation, we, uh, we serve the beer on nitrogen. Uh, and then we also use um, fresh ground coffee flakes on top. It's almost like a cappuccino, like when you're at Starbucks, and you like, get like the little sprinkle on top. Nice. So what's the Picture City part? Uh, Picture City is uh, something, Agora Hills, before it was technically Agora Hills, was a place that the movie industry filmed a lot of Western uh, movies out here. So it was known uh, back in the day as Picture City. Cool. And is Ladyface, uh, where does Ladyface come from? Ladyface is actually the mountain that's uh, off the patio behind us, and uh, it was named by the, the local Chumash Indians. Supposedly there's the silhouette of a lady's face looking towards the sky. I've never drank enough beer to see it, but <laughs> apparently it's up there. Okay, so um, let's just jump into it. What, what's your starting gravity when you brew this, this beer? Starting gravity is 15.4 uh, Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. And what's it finish at? It finishes uh, right around 2.5. What, uh, what are the malts in this beer, and how do you mash them? Okay, um, well, we have a, a single infusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mash in um, water. Strike temp is around 160, because we're trying to achieve around a 151 um, as far as a rest point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we rest for an hour. Uh, and the, the actual um, grains that we're using, uh, all of our beers across the board, including the Picture City Porter, is the base grain is uh, is Pilsen. Oh, cool. From who? Uh, right now we're using Wireman. Okay. That's, that's pretty unusual for a porter, isn't it? Um, yeah, is it? I think that, um, A, we don't have a lot of storage space, and that the, the dominating factor of, of our beers is Belgian, so instead of having, you know, more space to split up, you know, because we use, uh, you know, the pills and malt as the base beer on our Belgian-style beer, so just a lack of space really is going to dictate that we use the same base malt with, with all of our beers, and, uh, I you know, I like it. I think the kernel sizes are a little bigger, so we get better runoff on our mash tun, so, um, you know, I like it. There, there's It is a little bit... Uh, I would say financially a little bit more impactful than using, like, let's say, American Turo um, over the course of a year. But, uh, you know, we just don't have the space to have all these different types of grain laying around. And so how much? How much? Uh, so for the, for the base malt is 385 pounds mm-hmm. for seven barrels. Uh, and then we throw in some, uh, some caramel and some specialty malts. Um, the specialty malts, uh, we use a Belgian Caribbean, and there's 55 pounds of that. Mm-hmm. And that's roughly around a 30 love bond. Okay. Then um, we use also 55 pounds of chocolate, and that's also Belgian chocolate malts. We use um, actually castle malting chocolate for that. How dark is that one? Uh, the chocolate for the Belgian, I believe, is 400. Uh, and then we also add in um, 55 pounds of dextrin, uh, carapels mm-hmm. malt. 
And that's basically, friend, you know, philosophically, just to provide a little body and a beer that uh, sometimes I feel commercially uh, some some can be a little thin. We are, you know, trying to brew a robust porter, so as chewy as we could get it, it's going to be, you know, for me, better. And who do you get that from? Uh, that is actually crisp. Okay. Uh, and then we have um, 25 pounds of Castle Special B. Right on. Okay, so uh, is that it on the grain bill? Yes. Okay. So into a single infusion mash for 60 minutes at 151. Tell me how you guys run off. Uh, when we run off, actually, we don't um, we don't ramp up at the end of mash because our mash tun does not have jackets. So at the end, we're actually sparging with 190 degree water, and throughout the sparge is we're basically getting to that enzymatic stop. You know, getting up to like um, about halfway through the runoff, we we reach about 180 degrees, and that's you know what what one would typically achieve if you're you know kind of getting to your end of mash tun and you had steam or power on your or heat to your your louder tun so um we just sparge with hotter water um so when we actually go to run off obviously we go in through a, a 15 minute or however long it takes to to clarify the wort to a recirculation of you know aka vorloff uh, and then when it's nice and clear we just start the runoff and uh you know sparge as necessary what kind of boil do you do on this? Uh, we do uh, one hour. Okay. Um, during that hour, we only have two hop additions. We do a 60 and a 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 60-minute addition is Apollo. Ah. The Apollo we have currently right now is 18.6% alpha. We're trying to get around 30 IBUs on that. And the 20-minute? Uh, the 20-minute right now is Glacier. Uh, and that's uh, the Glacier we have right now is 4.2% alpha. And we're just trying to achieve around 7 IBUs. What are the total IBUs on this beer? When you uh, right around 37. Um, I, I don't uh, necessarily, we don't send uh, every batch to a lab. So we're, we're kind of ballparking it. We, it's a little bit loose around here. We're going for anywhere from 35 to 40 IBUs. So these aren't measured, they're estimated? Yeah. Okay. What formula do you use when you estimate those? Do you use any... Well, you know, I've, I've used ProMash in the past, uh, and, I, and I like it, but I don't... Uh, I don't uh, believe in in all of the information it's telling me. I actually had a an old the head brewer that I worked for that uh, doesn't brew anymore, but lives up in Fresno, and he's pretty computer savvy. So he actually built a program for IBU calculation for me. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. You, you, you have a custom formula for your IBUs. Yes, yes, we do. Well, because wow. I think that. Uh, you know, not to get too far into it, but, uh, you know, ProMash has issues with the, uh, you know, compensating for gravity and other things like that. So um, at least this, uh, I think, is a, a little closer to a realistic number. Is that? You know, when you put your formula in and it says 200 IBUs in right. ProMash, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Right. So oh, that's interesting. So if we can digress for a second, um, is that something that uh, he's made available to other people to purchase or to, to use? Or is no, it just, total? It's just he's, he's into it. And uh, he actually doesn't drink anymore, but he still has a brewer's brain. So it's like constantly going. And he, uh, he emailed me the program like a year ago, and I use it all the time now. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Is there anything else in the boil that we need to be aware of? Uh, the- uh, no, that's it. I mean, at the 15-minute at the mark at the end, we're using a, a, a flocculant. Mm-hmm. We use a world flock, then we also use a, a, a yeast nutrient. What do you guys use for, for yeast? We use a yeast X for yeah. our yeast nutrient, and then we use a, a product called Coffee Clear. It's mm-hmm. basically the World Flock product. Um, uh, it's an easy application. It's a tablet. We just, you know, we count out one tablet per barrel, so we get seven tablets, literally throw them right into the kettle at 15 minutes, and that's it. Very cool. 
So um, is there anything about how you guys get out of the kettle and into the fermenter we should know? Do you whirlpool? Uh, uh, yes, yeah. We, uh, we whirlpool for, uh, for five minutes, uh, you know, pretty, pretty quickly. It's all under pump action. So uh, we go for five minutes for whirlpool and then rest for 15 and then straight to knockout. We don't want it to sit around for too long because, you know, DMS and some other issues will start to occur. But, uh, sure. you know, so we whirlpool for five, let it rest for 15. There's not a lot of hops in this beer overall. So, you know, if uh, anyone's worried about it, they could speed that 15-minute mm. wait up a little bit. You know, with our double IPA, we're definitely waiting that full 15 minutes. Good point. What temperature do you target when you go to pitch? When we pitch, we're actually pitching uh, around 65 degrees. Um, our heat exchanger really is only going to get. Uh, we we need to knock out just uh, as per per the our, our own rules uh, in in less than an hour. So um, a lot of the times, if we're not able to achieve it because we use city water as our cooling agent, so in the summertime it's warmer, and in the winter it's a little cooler. So if we're not able to knock out in a timely manner, we'll actually crash the fermenter down to 32 degrees before we start knockout. So we'll ice the fermenter so we can knock out at 70, and because the fermenter is already iced out, it you know it brings it down to 64, 65 right away. Nice. Um, so yeah, the, the target once all the wort is in and all the yeast is in, and we're done with knockout, we're looking for 64, 65 degrees. Uh, we'll let it go for um, a full 24 hours of fermentation. Once we see the first signs, you know, lag time is normally around 12 hours, uh, and then as soon as we get through that first full 24 hours of fermentation, uh, we'll let the jackets get up to around 68. Oh. And after about two days, then we'll let it, we'll just turn off the jackets, and it normally gets up to around 73. So overall, with that beer, fermentation is really only about a five, six-day event. And then we'll actually let it sit for um, about a week. You know, part of that is diacetyl rest. Uh, and then because we don't filter that beer, we'll crash the tank and get it down to 32, to 32 degrees for a week and just let it sit. Uh, uh, and then it's time for transfer. Okay. What's the ABV you shoot for on this beer? It's 7%. Okay. Now the color... It's it's not quite stout. It's not like it's it's not the black hole that's going to suck light into it. Uh huh. But uh, it's definitely dark. But it definitely has those kind of red edges to it. Okay, great. Tell me about the yeast strain that you guys use to ferment Picture City Porter. The yeast strain that we use right now is basically your, your typical Chico ale yeast. Mm-hmm. We get it from uh, uh, Brewing Science Institute in Colorado, and uh, they're just a bunch of nice guys. And they got a great selection of yeast and. Uh, I've, I've, we've been buying yeast for them since the beginning, so there's no reason for us to really, um, you know, try you know other companies. They have a million different strains, but the the yeast we use for this beer is it's A56 in their catalog, uh, but it's Chico Ale yeast. How would you describe its its characteristics for somebody who was going to try to? to get a similar yeast if they couldn't get their hands on that? Um, it's very similar to 1056 or 001. Um, you know, a medium to high flocculator, um, 68 to, you know, 75 attenuation. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, pretty versatile as far as temperature range, uh, and it ferments out clean. It's not really going to dominate a beer like a Belgian yeast, you know? Right. Okay, so it's fermented. When does the coffee come into this beer? The coffee, actually, we get, it's the same coffee that we order for the restaurant. It's Jones's Coffee from Pasadena. Uh, it's, a, I believe, a four- or five-generation uh, family-owned. It's Guatemalan, uh, and they send the, the beans up green. Um, 
and then they they roast them in house in Pasadena. So they um, they roast per order. So when we get the beans, they're they're pretty oily. You know, they're not uh, sitting on a shelf waiting for delivery. They they roast them when we make the phone call, and that shows shows up the next day. So uh, the coffee uh, might be the hardest part on the homebrew side to replicate, but as long as you get really fresh coffee, I think is uh, is the most important part. Um, overall, as far as uh, you know, pounds and volumes that we use, we use um, forty ounces of ground coffee and we actually take it through a regular brewing process we use our coffee machine here like if you ordered a cup of coffee <laughs> we just hit the button like a hundred times you know? oh wow we brew a, a five gallon a corny keg of it uh, and actually during transfer from the beer from the fermenter to the serving tank we'll just put a tea in line and inject you know under high pressure just inject it so it just mixes up with the beer during the transfer so you'll make five gallons of coffee kind of chill it down and then mix it on the way to the serving tank. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the coffee that you get? It's not as intense as like an Italian Robusto coffee, or it's not as subtle as like a Hawaiian coffee. I would say it's moderately robust. Um, there's a lot of oils to it, so um, it doesn't... I wouldn't say that the bitterness factor takes over a lot. Um, it has a little bit more of a softer edge to it. This guy, Chuck, that uh, Chuck Jones, that's the uh, the owner of the company, is uh, he's about coffee the way that I'm sure most brewers are about beer. He's a little quirky and very into it. Good. Yeah, yeah. And you said you serve this with nitro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, uh, we gas it with nitro, and basically this is just a texture thing. Um, we have served it on CO2. Actually, the, the porter that we have on right now is CO2. Ah. Um, we, sw- we switched it up because actually the batch that we're serving on tap right now is uh, slated to go to the World Beer Cup, and we hand bottle off our serving tanks, and you know, uh, nitrogen bottles going to the World Beer Cup would probably decrease your chances of a medal. So, <laughs> so when you do CO2... What volumes do you shoot for? Um, all of our beers, we're actually going on a slightly higher side, so I would say that we're shooting for around 2.7 to 2.8 okay. as far as CO2 volumes. Yeah, pretty high indeed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we serve overall the you know the lady face as a whole is a Belgian French style concept, so we're looking for beers to be. Um, at least if they're not on an attenuation side, at least on a textual side, um, drier because all of it's really meant to be going with food dishes. Gotcha. Yeah. And then when you when you serve this at the bar, you'll sprinkle some fresh ground coffee on top. Yeah, of it. yeah. So every day we have a little shaker. It's like a, basically a pepper mill type of thing, and we'll fill that with fresh ground coffee. And uh, so when someone orders it, you know that nice, thick, creamy, uh, you know, nitrogen style head that you know comes on a beer like that. Uh, we sprinkle a little bit on top, and uh, uh, basically what it does, it's a. Uh, if when you know when you put it to your mouth, or you you know you put it to your lips, your nose is right on top of these coffee grinds, so it really enhances the coffee aroma of the beer. Uh, and then when you uh, you know when you just look at it, it does have that visual pop. And uh, like I said earlier, there's a lot of people that when they get their beer, they're even the most seasoned home brewers and beer drinkers are skeptical or curious about what's going on with the uh, sprinkles on top. Right. I am surprised about how much porter we sell because, you know, geographically we live in a, you know, a pretty hot area. So, I didn't think porter would be a, a, a big success. You know, I, I knew that people would, uh, you know, enjoy it as long as the beer was good, but uh, I'm surprised about how much we sell of it. 
Well, the last thing I should ask you about, actually, I have two more things I want to ask you about. Number one is, where can people get it? Uh, right now, everything is being delivered uh, in, in the back of my car or Serena's car, or if we have a, uh, a an overzealous bar manager that's really uh, dying for it, they'll literally drive up here to the location and, and buy it. But uh, right now, we have approximately 20 locations um, that, that we sell beer to, and they're all beer-savvy locations um, from San Diego, uh, uh, south up to Ohio, north of us. Okay. Uh, so basically in the greater Los Angeles area is the bulk of our customers. All draft? All draft, yeah. Do you guys bottle at all? No, no bottling as okay. of right now. Uh, that's obviously uh, you know plans for the future, but uh, we have a few other goals to accomplish before that happens. So the best place to come have a pint would be here probably? Definitely. Do, it, do, the, do the other accounts do the uh, coffee sprinkle? Yes, they, they do. They do? Yeah, yeah they're cool. into it. Yeah. That's great. I didn't even think about that until an account bought a keg and then I went to see them a few weeks later and uh, someone else ordered uh, you know one of one of the picture city porters and I saw the bartender putting the sprinkles on and I was like oh yeah I forgot to even mention that but thank you for doing that that's great how about the water up here in Agora Hills do you guys uh, what do you do for your water do you do any treatment at all we do very minor treatment we do have a carbon filter uh, just to get rid of the you know chlorines and off flavors and then we adjust pH with uh, food grade phosphoric acid Ah. Uh, so we're, uh, the water coming into the building is around 7.9, and we normally adjust it down to about 5.5. Oh, okay. Okay. So what's the Agora water like before you filter it? I would say that, um, well, first of all, the, uh, the water that we got uh, coming out of the taps around here is some of the best in the country. It's been voted uh, in the top 10 um, in the last 10 years twice for top water in the country. So um, very good. Uh, you know, there's not weird pipe characters to it or PVC or, you know, any of that. It's very clean. It's very drinkable right out of the faucet. But um, I would say that minerality is, uh, is moderate. Uh, it's not super chalky, but it's also not very soft. Uh, it's pretty right in the middle. There's not a lot of aggressiveness, whether it would be minerality or pH or anything like that. It's pretty middle of the road. Okay. Thank you very much uh, for sitting down and talking with us about your Picture City Porter, which is fantastic. Is there anything else I've forgotten to ask you? Are there any other tips and tricks that we might need to know to make this beer? I, I don't think so. I think as long as you go in with uh, with fundamentals of obviously a, you know a, a, a good cleaning regimen and, uh, and it's pretty straightforward. You know, uh, I think. You know, we, we're obviously doing this in a commercial setting, so um, there's not a lot of uh, flair or extra procedures that we try to incorporate because we need to do it all the time and have it be pretty rep, you know, repeatable over and over again. So um, I would just say, you know, pay attention to your temperatures and, uh, you know, turn on the heat when you should and turn it off when you, when you should. All right, David. Well, thank you for talking with of us course. about Picture City Porter. And um, you guys have an event coming up this summer that I really love the concept of. Yeah, yeah, we have, uh, it's something we started last year, it was the first year, and we're going to do it again this year. It's in conjunction with Malibu Family Wines, which is on the other side of Ladyface Mountain from us, a local winery, uh, and it's called Battle the Barrel. And basically the concept is is to bridge the gap between wine wine snobs and beer geeks, you know, because uh, people do pick sides. And so basically what we do is the winery ages uh, one of their wines in a particular barrel, and when they're done with it, they uh, they give us the barrel and we age a beer in it. Uh, and then a few months later, uh, we have kind of a you know a week long celebration, and people can come and taste one side by side, and they vote on it. And people definitely uh, people get opinionated. 
You know, and it's like when you pit people against each other, there's always going to be interesting uh, consequences. It sounds great. Yeah. So where can people find information out about your events like that one and, and others you do here? Um, I would say that the best place is on ladyfaceale.com on our website. And then uh, we also um, update uh, not at nauseum, but we update it almost every day on, on Facebook. So uh, Great. Well, thanks again, man. You got it. Thank you. All right. Back to you guys in the studio. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones, no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? All right. Welcome to the new low-energy version of uh, Can You Brew It? What do you mean new? Uh, It's been that way for two years. (laughs) 
I'm not a big fan of these morning shows. I'm not more of I'm an not either. Guy. Or afternoon or evening. I used to do the the Jamil show like at eight a.m. and every like every Monday or something like that. And once the, the rouse Justin, he'd come out and like uh, press a couple of buttons and then go back and go to sleep or something. I don't know. And uh, we did that for years. Well, that's when you were making six figures. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. You had you you were happy. You had to go to a job where you could I had buy the world money. Yeah, yes. like keep sewing that golden parachute. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> and now look at me. God, slinging how things beer. have changed. Slinging a commoner's drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and uh, big thanks to. Uh, uh, David at uh, Ladyface, he's a really nice guy and really, really been very uh, great to the homebrew community too. You go in there, uh, make sure you say hi and, and tell him how much you appreciate uh, what he's, what he's, uh, how he's participated in the homebrew community for so many years. All right, so the recipe for this one, uh, uh, as always, uh, batch size of six gallons at the end of the boil. I'm anticipated starting gravity ten sixty three, fifteen point four Play-Doh. Uh, anticipated SRM is 44.6, IBU 34.4, uh, always at 70% efficiency. Uh, let's see here. Uh, four and a half kilograms of Pilsner malt. That's about 67%. Uh, <clears throat> 640 grams of Caravienne, 9.6%. 640 grams of chocolate malt, 9.6%. Uh, 640 grams of Cara Pilsner. Uh, 9.6% and 290 grams of a special B malt, 4.3%. Hops, uh, let's see here, 12 grams of Apollo, uh, 18.6 alpha acid, 60 minutes, and 21 grams of Glacier, uh, 4.2% alpha uh, at 20 minutes. And then the coffee, uh, a Guatemalan coffee, uh, 2 ounces uh, and then uh, let's see here. Uh, White Labs uh, WLP001 Calio Yeast. Um, 151 degrees Fahrenheit uh, mash temp. Uh, ferment at uh, 65 or pitch at 65. Let free rise up to 73 degrees Fahrenheit. Finishing gravity is 2.5 Play Doh. For coffee, they brew 40 ounces of the ground coffee. A coffee maker to make five gallons, and then they add it to uh, seven barrels of beer. In this case, it would be equal to adding two ounces of brewed coffee to uh, five gallons of finished beer. All right. Um, <clears throat> do we have uh, opinions here? Let's see. Let's see. Who do we start with here? Let's start with uh, Let's start with Andy. Andy, what What would you say on this beer? Cloned? Not cloned? Comments? Thank you for asking, Jamel. I, okay, uh, tasty. <laughs> that's just the best. Oh, the thing, that's the best thing to do with Andy. Yep. <laughs> Jamel is my favorite person in the world. Well, I will start off by saying that um, the ingredients um, for this beer, when Kim brewed it, um, were pretty pretty heavy. Pretty heavy. You had yeah. to you had to lift that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, lifting, um, and they made a mess. When it came time to clean up. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Andy, get right on your mic, would you please? Do you, do you think um, your your efforts contributed to this beer being cloned? Well, or not cloned? I think um, did, could you have lifted it better in order for it to be better 
cologne. I could have done everything better. I can always improve. Is one thing that Kim tells me a lot. But um, you know, I'm always improving, especially when she cuts you free. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but between these two, I, I haven't had a chance to visit Ladyface, but I do think based on um, the the color of these beers and um, the fact that we we've had this one at home and I've been able to sample this one uh, quite a bit. Um, and now having the the one from the brewery, even though we weren't able to have that from the beginning, um, they're very close. And as a BJCP judge, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say a cloned. Oh, oh, from most of our beers are judge. most of the yeah. bre- beers that Kim brews are right, right, are cloned. Tasty, yes, quite tasty. <laughs> oh, they're talking to with there. Uh, well, Kevin made a fine beer, uh, really well made, well attenuated. Um, there's some slight differences. Uh, it, we're you know we're getting the beers in a, in a couple of different states here, so it's all mm-hmm. the same old thing where we're trying to mediate you know, why it's why they're different if it's something physical or something right. about the recipe because this this is a recipe show, so sure. it's all about is this a recipe where you know a person can take that recipe. Mm-hmm. And uh, make the lady face porter. And uh, well, and one of the things about the the lady face porter is they, uh, when you go there, they serve it on nitrogen, yeah. and then uh, you know it has this beautiful you know creamy head on it, and they sprinkle on um, ground coffee onto it, wow. and uh, it's really good. I mean, the little chunks of ground coffee really just add a whole another dimension to them, and aromatically, and then you get these little bits of coffee, and it's hmm. it's really delicious. It becomes almost dessert like. Nice. So, uh, you know, they, they normally do it that way. If they're going to package it up for something like this or for, you know, competition, they would carbonate it with CO2 right. and then do that. And, you know, we needed the beer last night for a show this morning. And we're like, no, give us give us the beer and nitrogen. They're like, well, you know, it's not going to be carbonated and it's not going to have nitrogen either. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with that. And, uh, you know, it's still a great beer. Yeah, um, I can get past it. That's not a problem, really, right? Since right. you can just allow for that. But uh, you know, carbonation, I think it, it adds an acidity yeah. to the beer. A bit of a bite, and uh, I think that's one of the reasons why dark beers, a like Guinness, and all that, when they do them with nitrogen, it actually uh, allows the beer to you know have you know that mouthfeel of of the gas, but also um, it's a little sweeter, which balances the roast because there is no carbonic bite. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that. Uh, Acrid dark malt bite and the carbonation bite just right, says the right. dark malt bite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bottom line for me is uh, I, I I wouldn't change the recipe. I'd say it's cloned. Yeah. All right. Uh, Taryn, thumbs up, thumbs down. Th- two thumbs up. That was two thumbs up. Much better than uh, you, you get did on your ones, lager, but... which was only one thumbs up. So, so you got to get two there. Uh, JP, your 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 take on it. First of all, someone said girl power in my studio, and I don't like that. <laughs> that was me. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, I, <laughs> I, um... What, JP? What? <laughs> Say it. Shit. Um, I... You don't like Kim, and I hate therefore... Her, I hate her guts, right. first of all. But I hate women. Um, I'm getting tartness out of it, and, and uh, I didn't actually realize, uh, for better or for worse, that there's coffee in this beer at all. Mm. I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that tartness might... And when you said Guatemalan, uh, that coffee tends to be kind of high in acidity depending on how you roast it. Mm-hmm. So depending on the roast level between the two beers, that could definitely uh, contribute some more tartness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in, in some 
uh, Central American, Latin American coffees, you can get a bright acidity, um, <laughs> blueberries kind of thing going on. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm not, that's partially what I'm getting here. But I think in the commercial beer, there's a more depth of specialty malt than, than there is in, in, in Kim's beer. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's because of the carbonation, because they're basically at the same carbonation level at this point. They've been no, sitting no. out, they're at the same temperature. Still not. I said basically, I didn't say exactly. Basically. But for the most part, I, I don't think I don't think that I don't think that the carb the the carbonation level yeah. is contributing to the depth or is taking away the depth of mm. character malts mm. from the commercial beer. Mm-hmm. So uh, while I would probably go not cloned, well, mm. I don't know, I don't know. The coffee is real hard because you need to get the right. This is what I had with the uh, Terrapin coffee stout that I had. Mm-hmm. wake and bake mm-hmm. where i didn't have the right coffee right um and well, that they makes sell th- the coffee and you could have just no, over- but ordered I'm, that number one i'm real poor yes and number two i'm real poor yeah so and number three i'm also real poor well, um, back then you were dealing crack and you had all sorts of money but i'm not going to spend my money on fast cars this show that i wasn't getting paid for are you right, kidding me right. um but i think if you're going to clone a beer that has coffee in it you need to get that same amount of coffee the, uh-huh. the exact same coffee or else you'll uh-huh. never clone it uh-huh. that's because we we put so much emphasis on on ingredients mm-hmm. getting you know is it a vitamin malt is it a raw or is it mm-hmm. a whatever mm-hmm. and we and then we go oh same and then it's just coffee. Co- and then it's just coffee mm-hmm. well coffee is a really important ingredient and it mm-hmm. changes on how you roast it you know 5 mm-hmm. minutes of a roast changes the yeah. flavor of the coffee right so um uh, but I'm not saying it's not cloned because right. of that. I'm saying I'm saying because of the 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 deeper roast and chocolate mm-hmm. malt that I get out of the commercial beer versus mm-hmm. the homebrew. Right. Um, well, you know, two I'd ounces, say three quarters, two ounces of coffee and five gallons, though. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a major note. Uh, it's a contributing factor, though. Yeah, I think uh, you know the differences uh, would be very subtle. But uh, yeah. I, I, so are you saying you'd change the recipe to add a little bit more of the chocolate malt? I would. Oh, I would wrong I would, answer. I would, bump up, <laughs> <laughs> I would bump up the specialty malts a little bit because I get, uh, uh, you know, I, I, get, I don't know. That's see, just I what th- I taste right now. I think that would make it even more different. Um, yeah. What's your, your take on it, Kim? Um, I think it's cloned. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I see what JP's saying. Yeah. That it's got that kind of a little tiny bit more of a tang um, mm-hmm. that if, it's not, if, it's not if major. The chocolate yeah. malts were accentuated just a little, or specialty malts were accentuated just a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but I can't, I don't have the palate to know whether or not that's a carbonation issue or a kind of cloudiness issue or something like that. But mm-hmm. I think it's cloned. Yeah. And, I did a uh, good job. I did great. <laughs> you did good job. <laughs> I did good job. Good, good brew. Good, good brew. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I see what JP's saying as well. I, I still think that, you know, even a little bit of carbonation makes a, a, a dramatic difference, uh, you know, between the two. And, and carbonation is just acid. Um, yeah, Kim's going for the commercial beer. Might as well. Yeah, why not? So, uh, so wait, well, she's I, an alcoholic, so. <laughs> and it is 10.30, right. 11 o'clock. It's a little that? late to be starting, but whatever. Right. Um, uh, but I would, I would, I I got to go cloned. I, you know, I, I would not change this recipe. And I think, um, oh. you know, they're both fine examples. So. <laughs> Whatever. You're yeah. just ready to go. <laughs> no one has integrity anymore. <laughs> I have a question for you, JP. I'd love to answer it. Yeah, if we get to a point where JP is the one with integrity, then we're in real trouble. No. Yeah. Yeah. Put your, get in the, in the Wayback Machine and go two years ago. 
I don't know. I'm just giving you shit now for no reason. <laughs> You're feisty this morning. Ah! Well, well, you know. It's a new studio. It's a new studio. Feeling um, his oats. I'm wide awake. Here with, like, su- There's no, sticks no dog I know. dander in the air. So he's like. I'm he not can, talking like this. He can breathe. Yeah. And when he gets oxygen, he gets like this. Yeah. So deprive me of oxygen. Anyway, go ahead. What's your question? Well, so are you thinking that the coffee, um, like if it was, I didn't cold press this coffee. I actually mm-hmm. um, just did it in a French press. Mm-hmm. Stirred it with chopsticks because that's call the best American way to press. do it. Mm. Um, but do you think that Freedom it would make press. a difference, um, cold press versus? It might. I don't know. I don't have enough experience ounces. with cold press. Um, then you shouldn't talk about things you don't have experience with. <laughs> just kidding. They, they, that's why I said. That's why I said I didn't know. They, uh, but I, I, I ladyface. They they just run it through the, uh, the coffee maker. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I really think it roast. Uh, roast time and and um, you know roast level makes a, a really really big difference. This particular coffee was roasted in a small Guatemalan farm. It was um, roasted by the, there by the by Starbucks small. family. I don't think it was roasted yeah. on the farm. Senior yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. I know. I'm teasing. Yeah. Juan Valdez, mm-hmm. who actually is a giant Budweiser drinker. I don't know if you know <laughs> that. Like, the, there's an actually a Juan Valdez, <clears throat> and the kind the company drags him out for like appearances down in in South America. And he just comes out and waves everybody and then goes goes back and just, just pounds Budweiser all day. Doesn't drink coffee. He's just a big drunk. Anyway, that's my side note. Good story. That right. was a really, you told that very that was well. was a really good story. Thank you. Well, I'm really good storyteller. That entertained all of us. Budweiser. Yes. Budweiser. Anyway. All right. So what else do we have to do on the show? We got to take a break. We got to take a break. Yep. And we got to talk about uh, the AHA. Now, Kim, Andy, you both AHA members? Yes, Of sir. course. Yeah. Why are you AHA members? Kim? Because Kim pays it. <laughs> Kim said you had to be. <laughs> I love the features like Zymergy and yeah. eZymergy. Oh, I appreciate yeah. what they do to um, support and promote craft brewing and home brewing in America. And I highly appreciate the help wonderful conferences and help that I get. Yeah. Yeah. What are you being like? I don't like <laughs> your you put me on the beauty spot. pageant? I know. I like the recipes. And I would like... <laughs> and the, the world, such as... And the 4-2 and the Africa. And the most, world peace, yes. The recent Zymergy magazine that we get with the AHA membership uh-huh. included recipes that I can brew myself at home. <laughs> at home? So, if there's a beer that I like to drink, that it's it's a commercial beer, mm-hmm. and I want to brew that, there might be yeah. a recipe in there for that beer, and I can brew it. And mm-hmm. I also really appreciate the pub discount. You do? Yes. Well, I, I enjoy all those things as well. I think it's... um. It's a really great, you know, there's a lot of benefits like you're listing, but, uh, you know, it's also kind of a representative organization for homebrewing in the United States. You know, in these days of, uh, you know, people, you know, we get all these people that are very, you know, anti-alcohol and, um, you know, to have somebody kind of looking out for homebrewers' interests and keeping an eye on what's going on uh, in the legislature and things like that. It's actually kind of nice because when things things come up, they you know get out to the membership and say, "Hey, you know this is happening. You better you know, or you might want to contact your representatives if you still want to be able to make homebrew and drink uh, things like that." So, I, I think it's well worth supporting. It's a great organization, and if you sign up through the Brewing Network, uh, the Brewing Network gets a, a small cut of that. And I think the Brewing Network is a great organization doing you know. Uh, similar good work, uh, you know, helping people brew, and uh, kind of looking out on on things like that. You know, getting getting the troops out when uh, it's important. So, if you get a chance, uh, you know, sign up for the AHA. You know, go to the conference. Have a great time. 
All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll wrap up after this. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. Seven short minutes of California State Route 101. There lies a secret oasis for all craft beer lovers. It's relax, grilling, and chilling, bro. Relax, grilling, and chilling in Hollister, California is a craft beer lover's dream come true. Not like a creepy JP dream. Like a normal craft beer lover's dream. 30 taps pouring your favorite craft beer. Visit Relax Grilling and Chilling on Facebook to see the most up-to-date beers and what's on the grill. Let us grill so you can chill. Angus burgers, filet mignon, and ribeye steaks, dogs and sandwiches, and more. Great food, great beer in a place where you can kick back and relax. Tuesdays are brewery nights. Come in to celebrate, and you're not limited to enjoying your favorite brew at the restaurant. Relax, grilling, and chilling has beer to go. Relax, grilling, and chilling. Let them grill so you can chill. And now, Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World? Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at 7,000 pounds. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent mouthfeel. That's just a crazy dream, or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, superior customer service, and the finest selection of home-brewing goods for the future. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. 
That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams Malta Extract. Their new SnapLock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. is easy the Williams way well apparently Kim can brew it another successful quote that's right and every every time I see Kim I think of uh, owners yeah, things sexual, and uh, that reminds me of Adam and Eve, adamandeve.com. You know, check them out. Did you know, Andy, that they have over 18,000 items? Are those all, all butt plugs? or No, no. no. Pl- They've got plenty of those. There's plenty, plenty of those, but not all. They, they probably have a couple hundred of those. There are other holes. Yeah. But there's there's more holes than the the uh, butt on, like, on a human. Okay, like whatever the, you say, you know. <laughs> like the whatever nose. You say. It's a trick question. You can use the nose plug. I mean, plug. there's one. I mean, yes. there's one. A nose plug? That's kind of... That's anyway. just deviant. I, mouth that's plug. Yeah. There's all like such that. a good stuff. Well, that's the cool thing. If you want to be, uh, cool if you want to be innovating your sex life, uh, you, you check out adamandeve.com. 18,000 items. Uh, real good company to deal with. Uh, you know, I've heard nothing but satisfied customers. Pun intended. <laughs> Uh, from adamandeve.com and uh, you know they've got uh, uh, all these great things if you go there and use the offer code uh, can you brew it C-Y-B-I uh, you're going to get 50% off of uh, just about any one item you'll get uh, three free DVDs and these are DVDs that you get to choose you can choose they got a whole bunch of categories they got categories like uh, uh, genres such as anal amateur Asian big breast big butts bisexual Chunky, co-eds, fetish, gay, interactive point of view. Why is Kim cringing right now? Lesbian. What the first six sort of described her, I thought. (laughs) Milfs. They've got brewcaster on brewcaster, brewcaster on animal, and animal on brewcaster. Whoa. Every animal on Every category you named, Kim. He wants all three of them. She got like a gut shot every time. (laughs) uh, She's uh, like, oh, I'd like to watch uh, that. Ooh, that's... I think she was just having a hard time trying to decide which she'd like most. She was trying to control myself. Would you like yeah. anal most? Whoa. Whoa. Hey. Amateur? My husband is sitting Asian. right here. And Come I'm on. rubbing my hands together. We should ask him. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. And uh, no, they, they have a you know, wide selection. Like so you, you, anal get, most. 
buy the... Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you buy the, the one item at 50% off. You get the three free DVDs of your choosing. You get... Um, choosing? Yes, you get uh, a free extra gift, so essential we can't mention on the air. And you get free shipping on the whole thing. A really great, great deal. You know, uh, first-time customer, use that offer code, uh, can you at CYBI. You can even shop mobile. Uh, you know, whip out your phone, Kim. There Put you that go. Whip out your phone and oh, buy wow. yourself. Uh, wow, hello. <laughs> so, Operator. Operator. You, you go to uh, go to adamandeve.com and check it out today. All right. Uh, let's wrap this up. So we've determined it's cloned. We gave the recipe. We talked about coffee as maybe being a, a critical element in when you're making a, a clone of something. I think it is. I think it is is as as critical as your mm-hmm. other ingredients. Don't don't I, treat it like a stepchild. It is a, it is a I, factor. I would say so, especially if if it was like a coffee beer, but it's a, a subtle note in this one, so I don't think it's quite as critical. It may some differences, but so you I think, don't think um, there's a difference between two ounces and four ounces of a specialty malt in a beer? By the way, you have thirty sure. seconds. Depends on the malt. Depends That's on what the I'm beer. saying. Yeah. And this is, a, I think, a small note in it. Anyways, yeah. check out the uh, the Brewing Network store. Go to thebrewingnetwork.com slash store. All sorts of goodies in there. When you buy that stuff, it goes to support the uh, the bottom line of the Brewing Network. Till then, brew strong. And open. And open.